This is Recipes for Happiness, and I'm your host and creator of the show, Morgan Mitchell. Let's get started with today's episode. All right, let's go. Recipes for Happiness, the pilot episode. I just cannot even believe that this is happening. A couple years ago, I took this amazing podcasting course um, with Keisha Getmary. She's the host of Empower Her Podcast, which is amazing, by the way. But I took this podcasting course, and it is legit. And I was so excited to launch my first podcast. And as I was approaching the end of this course, I had a bunch of stuff that was going on in my personal life at the same time. And as much as I wanted to launch this podcast that I had worked the last couple months on creating, um, I felt like it just wasn't the right time. So I kind of wrapped everything up in a nice little bow and I put it on my desk and I was like, at some point down the road, I promise myself I'm going to circle back around on this and actually do this because I knew in my heart that it was something that I absolutely needed to do. So two years later, here I am launching Recipes for Happiness and I am just so freaking exciting. I, I I might even be more excited today than I was two years ago at the thought of launching this. And I think that it's just because I've had all of these ideas for the last two years kind of like bouncing around in my head. And now I actually get to do it. So the idea or the concept for recipes for happiness kind of started back when I was a child. My sister and I would hop on an airplane. We live in South Florida, um, grew up there. And I still, I don't know why I'm saying we used to live in South Florida. We, I currently still live in South Florida. Um, however, my sister and I would always jump on an airplane and we would fly to my grandma's house for every major holiday, whether it was spring break, summer break, Christmas break, whatever it was, we were up in Atlanta at my grandparents' house. And my grandmother was this avid baker. So my sister had two choices when we went to her house. It was either we kind of jump on this baking train um, and occupy ourselves, or we kind of like find something else boring for us to do. So every single time that we were there throughout our adolescent years, we would bake with my grandmother. And she would have all of these recipes that she had created. She never, you know, copied anybody else's. She would create her own recipes and she had these three ring binders and she would have these recipe pages and these binders and it would say, from the kitchen of Nancy Grant in a very professional way. And sometimes she would make copies of them and give them to her friends. And most of the time, though, she would bake for any event that she could, any holiday at Christmas time. Every inch of her countertop was covered with baking goods or baking supplies for weeks on end. And she would just bake for every single person, group, business, anybody that she could possibly bake for, she would. And as the days went on into years and I was baking with her, um, I had all of these ideas about recipes. I would think to myself, like, how come there isn't a recipe for me getting through 
algebra one, right? Or how come there isn't a recipe for me to be able to deal with all this girl drama that's going on at school right now with my friends? Or how come there isn't a recipe for my dating life in high school or how to handle myself at a party when I feel uncomfortable? Whatever the situation was, as I would sit there throughout my childhood going and doing this, I would often think to myself, like, there needs to be recipe books for all aspects of life. Like here are these directions for how to make these amazing chocolate chip cookies and I have to use exactly this amount of sugar and flour and vanilla, right? But can we just do that for the rest of my life here? I feel like it would just simplify things so much. And so that is exactly what I wanna do with Recipes for Happiness podcast. I want to kind of break up the episodes of this podcast into physical health recipes or mental health recipes or recipes on how to go about finding your purpose, which is something that I've struggled with the last, um, I would say, 10 years. Relationship recipes, maybe even parenting recipes, right? And have real live human beings on this podcast that have either lived through a story that you can resonate or I can resonate with, or that have become experts in their field and have hands down been able to overcome obstacles in their own lives to find happiness. And I feel like that right there is the key to success. Um, For example, in my personal life, I don't know if anybody else out there can kind of relate to this, but I have a feeling that you might. When I went to college, I wasn't really sure what I wanted to do. I knew that I loved helping people. I I knew I was very empathetic towards um, situations that people have gone through in their life. And I knew that I was just 100% a people person. And I wasn't too aware of what my degree options were if I had that skill set. But the one thing that I knew I could do is to go into education, that all three of those things kind of met the qualifications of going into education. And it also was a very safe play, right? Like there's always going to be a need for teachers. Um, There's always a teacher shortage. And so even though I might not be making as much money as I had originally intended to, I would always have a job. So I go through, I get my degree actually in political science, my minor in education, and I jump right into teaching. And I know from, I don't know, I I would say six months into this job, I know right away that my purpose is not to be in a classroom teaching, that the idea of teaching, but the reality of teaching are two completely different things. But I didn't give up on this. I decided I was like, I'm not a quitter. I'm not, I wasn't raised to be a quitter. I um, I can't quit on this quite yet. So for the next 16 years, 
I stick with the career of education. And there definitely was positives to working in education. My career flourished. I kind of moved on from teaching into different aspects of the education world. The last, I would say, five years, six years of my um, career was in special education, managing a special education department. And that was so rewarding and so fulfilling. However, On the inside, I just felt like it wasn't for me, that even though I, you know, I was somewhat passionate about education, I knew all the laws, I knew how to handle parents, I, you know, became friends, some of my best friends um, were in the education field. Um, Anybody that's ever worked in a school site, you know that you're just surrounded by these people all day, every day. And, you know, there's so many levels that you can relate to each other on that they instantly become your friends, these other um, education professionals. And so although there were some really great positives in my heart, I just felt like I was stuck. However, I also felt like I invested so much time into this career um, because if you're in the field of education, you know that you have to have certain certifications, you have to go to certain workshops, you have to have so many points um, every year to renew or every five years to renew your certification. Like it's an investment. And, um, and I just couldn't resign and like think about leaving all of that behind. However, into my 17th year of education, I decided that it was time to resign. And at first it was this like really difficult decision. I had actually battled with it for years. At the end of each school year, I would think about resigning and I I was like, no, you can't, you can't do this. Like this is your job. And so, um, this is your life, right? And how many of us have that situation where our careers turn into our lives? And in education, that can happen so easily. So anyways, into my 17th year of education, I decide to resign. And as excited as I was about resigning from education, and I had the support from my husband, he totally saw how much of a toll it was taking on me. My son was was so excited that I could pick him up and take him to school. Um, I, I all of a sudden felt kind of lost. I felt like, holy crap, like I just spent 17 years or 16 and three quarter years of my life in this career. And what am I going to do now? And I didn't have a recipe book for that. I didn't have, like, I couldn't open up a three ring binder and go to the part where it was like, you left your career of 16 years. What are you going to do now? And be able to find all the answers. I had to figure it out on my own. I just was completely lost. And I would go back to this concept in my head of, man, I wish that there was a recipe. And even though obviously in real life, we can't sit there and be like, we have mental health, a mental health recipe book, right? Or we have a physical health, a recipe book for physical health. We can't really do that. We can't, you know, that's not a realistic thing. But 
what we can do is listen into podcasts or read books and kind of take all of this advice that somebody's giving us or these tips or listen to stories that we can relate to and kind of form our own, so to speak, recipe book, right? And that is my goal for this podcast. And I am just so excited to be able to do this and to be able to create something that I feel like is going to be so powerful and helpful to so many of of you and including me um, throughout this whole this whole journey. And I will say that I'm just super excited about it because I know that it's going to be super therapeutic for me as well. I cannot wait for you to see who I have in store for you as this podcast progresses. Until next time, have a great day. If you need to reach out to me or want to reach out to me, I guess, um, you can contact me through Instagram at Recipes for Happiness Podcast or through email at Recipes for Happiness Podcast at gmail.com. And I will talk to you on the second episode. All right. Bye.